Welcome to Truth in the Word with Pastor Jim Newsom. Join us today as we allow the Word of God to be a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. Now here's your host, Pastor Jim Newsom. Yes, good morning. This is Pastor Jim Newsom and this is Truth in the Word. On Biblical News Report Radio, it's the 12th day of October 2019. We're broadcasting to you today from North Central, West Virginia. Going back today to the book of John, we'll try to finish up the fifth chapter of John. We left off around verse 29, Jesus speaking of the resurrection. The title is today, Jesus, a man sent from God. A man sent from God. Before we get into it, let's uh, go to prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity, God, to expound your word, which you said will never come back void, but do that which you sent it to do. And we ask you, Lord, that you anoint the word today, that, Lord, you touch hearts and minds and souls, save, deliver, and set free. In Jesus' holy and righteous name we pray, amen and amen. Jesus speaking in the bulk of this chapter, um, of course, the first part was about the man at the pool of where Bethesda, where he met up with the uh, religious crowd who got mad at him, wanted to kill him because he was, because um, uh, he healed on the Sabbath, because the guy carried his bed on the Sabbath. But uh, the Word of God establishes that Jesus is the Sabbath. And Sabbath is not necessarily a day. So <clears throat> he goes on to speak about his equality with. Uh, with God, uh, a man sent from God, but the man sent from God was God. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was uh, with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh. For this reason was the Son of God manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. And he goes on to speak, and he's, uh, he gets to the part where he starts to speak about the resurrection. Uh, he said, that he was the only one, First, verse 27 said, and God hath given him authority to execute judgment also because he is the son of man, the man sent from God. God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever should believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. When Jesus came, he operated in full capacity of a man. Never lost his deity, not for a moment, but yet he operated as a man. When he received the Holy Ghost, that's when his ministry started. When he was driven into the wilderness, the Bible said, by the Spirit, when he came out of the wilderness, he went into the temple, picked up the book of Isaiah, and said, this day these words has been fulfilled in your ears. He said, the Lord have sent me, anointed me, to set the captives free, to open the prison doors to those that are bound, to open blinded eyes, or even raise the dead. So Jesus came that man might be reconciled back to God. He's the only way. He said that, I'm the way and I'm the truth, and no man comes unto the Father except it be through me. So he says in verse 29, and it shall come forth, and shall come forth they that have done. Listen now. Let's go to verse 28 first. Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming in the which all that are in the grave shall hear his voice. And we read the chapter yesterday talking about the resurrection. Now, there's a group of people at that particular time that did not believe in the resurrection. They were called Sadducees. They didn't believe in supernatural. They didn't believe in nothing, actually. And they were hooked, except for doctrine, to the Pharisees, which was also a religious sect, or uh, might I use the word cult. Okay. And it says, verse 29, and uh, shall come forth, listen, they that had done good. We see a separation here. See, not everybody. Not everybody saved. Not everybody is going to heaven. Many shall say, Lord, Lord, but few there are that enter in. Only those that do the will of the Father. So what is the will of the Father? The will of the Father is to receive Jesus Christ. 
as their Savior. Listen today. He's the only way. If you don't get anything out of these broadcasts, remember that Jesus is Lord. He is the only way. They have done good unto the resurrection of life, and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. Now, that pretty well sets it. Daniel 12, 2 says, And many of them that, that sleep in the dust of the earth shall wake some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. So, that was spoken in the Old Testament confirms that it was written in the New Testament. It's amazing how the Word of God always always complements and confirms. Out of the mouths of two or three, he said, My word shall be established. In Matthew 25, verse, verse 31, When the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory, and behold, and before him shall he be gathered all nations, and he shall separate them one from another as a shepherd divide his sheep and goats. Let's talk about the separation of the goat nations and the sheep nations. In other words, those that are obedient, those that have accepted him, and those who reject him. That's the bottom line. You either receive him or you reject him. And if you reject him according to the word of God, and I believe the word of God is truth, heaven and earth shall pass away, but his word by no means will ever pass away. If you reject Jesus Christ, then you reject God's love gift and you reject God's way to be reconciled back to him. To repair the breach in your personal life, you must receive Jesus Christ. In Acts 24, 15, and we have hoped toward God, which they themselves also allow, that there shall be a resurrection of the dead, both of the just and the unjust. For first first Timothy six eighteen, that they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate. Okay, that's our works. Our works. All done through the power of Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. See, there are works can we're not saved by them. No, no, no. But James said without Without what works, faith is dead. In other words, we will produce fruit. In Luke 14, 14, And thou shalt be blessed, for they cannot recompense thee, for thou shalt be recompensed at the resurrection of the just. See, it's not man that recompenses. It's not man that judges. It's not man that controls. <laughs> I know... Uh, in today's society, you would think, well, men are in control. No, they're not. No, they, they are fulfilling the word of God. And at the appointed time, Jesus is coming back. And then the word of God says there's seven-year tribulation, 1,000-year what millennial reign, and then eternity. Okay, verse, verse 30. I can't have my own self do nothing there again he's talking about a man sent from god he was equality with god as i hear i judge listen now and my judgment is just this is jesus speaking because i seek not my own will but the will of the father which have sent me so in his humanity which he came as a man and the word became flesh and he, he derived all authority from the Father. All power and all authority has been given unto him, according to what the word of God says, all dominion and all power. But the word of God says he rules on all things in heaven and in earth and below the earth. Isaiah 54 says, The Lord God hath given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. He waketh morning by morning. He waketh my ear to hear as he learned. Now, he, he's a teacher. Of course, after he sent the Holy Spirit back, which is also God, which leads us and guides us into all truth and all righteousness. 
He said, I can do nothing of myself. John 8, 28 says, Then said Jesus unto them, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall you know that I am he, and I do nothing of myself, but as my Father hath taught me, I speak these things. John 14, 10 said, Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. And he says, I judge who is the ultimate, the supreme judge, who trumps every other judge. That's Jesus, the eternal judge of glory. And the Bible declares, we spoke yesterday of two significant judgments. The judgment seat of Christ, which is the Bema seat, which is where saints or saved people will be judged, the one we need to be at, and then the one we don't need to be at, which is the white throne judgment, which will not end well. Depart from me, ye workers of iniquity, because I knew you not. So John 8.15 says, ye judge after the flesh. He said, I judge no man, John 8.16. And yet if I judge, my judgment is true, for I am not alone, but I and the Father that sent me. So who's the judge? Jesus Christ. Psalm ninety six thirteen before the Lord before the Lord, all caps, for he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, he shall judge the world, listen now, listen now, with righteousness and the people with his what? His truth. The truth shall set us free. See, we live in a world that that lives basically on lies. And the Bible says that when men believe a lie that they will be damned. So how, how do we circumvent lies? We go to the truth. And the only truth is in this book I'm holding in my hand, this leather-bound book, which is the word, the infallible word of an almighty God, inspired and written by men through the Holy Spirit, where the Holy Spirit penned this great book. Isaiah 11, 3 says, And shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. But he'll judge in what? Righteousness. Romans 2, 2, But we are sure that the judgment of God is according to truth against them which commit such things. Romans 2, Romans 2, 5, But after thy hardness and impotent heart, impentant or unrepentant heart, treasure up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath of revelation and righteous judgment and the righteous judgment of God. There's scripture after scripture after scripture that proves that Jesus Christ is the coming judge, the coming king, the coming judge. And listen, when that gavel falls in that day, there'll be uh, no paraclete or lawyer or go-between, or mediator can help you. There's only one mediator between God and man, and that's the man, Christ Jesus. See, everybody, whether you believe in him or whether you don't, whether you accept him or whether you reject him, is going to stand before him. What the Word of God says. We'll have to stand before God is the ultimate. Jesus is the judge. Jesus is the soon-coming king. And all men, the Bible says, are appointed unto death and then the judgment. So we as Christians, we die now, not physically, of course. But the Bible says we die in Christ. That way we're resurrected in Christ. In other words, we submit ourselves unto him, under his finished work, under his, under his death, his burial, and his resurrection. Which is a type, of course, of baptism. John 5, 31. If I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. See, see, here we see the Trinity working in total agreement. Total agreement. If I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. He says, I come from the Father. A man sent from God. Now, he became a man. But never, 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 never lay down his deity. He was all God, and he was all man. A man sets by the right hand of God. The 
substitute man, the second Adam, sits by God's right hand right now. <clears throat> Pardon me. In John eight thirteen, the Pharisees therefore said unto him, Thou bearest record of thyself, thy record is not true. <laughs> Verse 14 says, Jesus answered and said to them, Though I bear record of myself, yet my record is true. For I know whence I came, my Lord, and whether I go. But ye cannot tell whence I come or whether I go. The blindness, the judicial blindness that went on that particular time when, he, when the word of God says he come unto his own and his own rejected him. I come unto you and you will not receive me, but there will come one later, speaking of the Antichrist, that you will receive, that you will accept as being the Messiah. How many people are embracing the spirit of the Antichrist today? Not the man. The man's not here yet. But that spirit, which he's going to come in, is certainly operating. John said, even now, the spirit of Antichrist. The Bible says, if you deny that he is the Son of God, talking about Jesus, you're already Antichrist. For many shall come in my name, he says. They'll say, lo, I am here, and lo, I am there. But he said, go not the very elect to be deceived if possible. So you 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 have to stay in the Word of God. You have to you have to have have to have spiritual uh, knowledge and wisdom, discerning the times that we live in. Verse verse thirty two. There's another that bear witness of me, and I know that the witness which he witnessed of me is true okay so who's this of course the spirit of god bear witness yes when jesus was baptized you got the trinity you got jesus the son being baptized you got the holy spirit in the form of a dove and then you've got the voice of god speaking from heaven for behold this is my son in whom i am well pleased matthew three seventeen, and lo a voice from heaven saying this is my beloved son in whom i am well pleased so who is this witness this witness is john the baptist Jesus called him more than a prophet. He wasn't around long. He came, did his job. He was the forerunner. He pointed to Jesus Christ as the Savior, as the baptizer, as the resurrection. He said, there's one that cometh after me. He said, I'm not the one, but there's one that cometh after me. Who latch it? I'm not worthy to unlatch. So John's witness of Christ carried all the authority of the Word of God. John did not speak of himself. He was a representative, a forerunner. In John 1, verse 19, and this is the record of John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who art thou? And he confessed and denied not, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Art thou Elijah? And he said, I am not. Art thou that prophet? Who's that prophet? The Messiah. And he answered, No. Then said they unto him, Who art thou? That we may give answer to them as sent, sent us, which was the, re, the religious hierarchy at that time. What sayest thou of thyself? And he said, Lo, I am the voice. <laughs> Of one crying in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord, as saith the prophet Isaiah. And they which were sent were of the Pharisees. And they asked him and said unto him, Why baptizest thou then, if thou be not the Christ, nor Elijah, neither that prophet? John answered this thing, I baptize with water, but there standeth one among you, listen now, whom you know not. Hmm. Now the Bible states, there's a spiritual law that because man, and I believe it's at that time, and I believe it applies to today, that because men refuse to retain God in their knowledge, that he will turn them over to a spirit of delusion. They'll become delusional, reprobate, unconscious. No, not being able to discern between right and wrong. They will 
Word of God says, in the days which we live, the men will uh, call evil good and good evil. There'll be much confusion on morality and issues of morality. Does that happen today? Yes, certainly. Are we not in the end times? Yes, my Lord, yes. Yes. I mean, <laughs> if we knew how close the coming of the Lord was, we'd probably never shut our church doors. We would we would uh, wear out our altars. But see, the Bible says these days come upon men unaware. We need a revival, a personal revival in our lives. We we need to 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 get a grasp as the Holy Ghost would allow us on who Jesus is and who we are in Jesus. He's coming, my Lord. He's coming very, very, very sooner than you think. Look around. Look around. We've got media today coming out our ears, so to speak. Not everybody's telling the truth. But the events that's happening in nature, the storms, the uh, storms forming. Now, I'm not a scientist, but... Uh, hurricanes, I would say, form in warm water. So when storms form in a northern projection up towards Maine, that area, they, that's not that's not natural. That's not according to uh, a, a scientific law. See, uh, God doesn't go by science. God's in charge. Okay, Jesus Christ is judge. Jesus Christ is king. He says, I baptize with water, but there standeth one among you whom you know not. He is coming, preferred before me, whose shoe latcheth. I'm not worthy to unloose. Those things were done in Bethbara, beyond Jordan, where John was baptizing. Okay. So, John the Baptist, a man six months the elder to Christ in the flesh, pointed towards Jesus Christ, the man that was sent to heaven, the second Adam. But never laid down his deity or never gave up his deity. But everything he did on there, including his ministry, was under the power of the Holy Ghost. Just as me and you do today, if we're born again. Verse 34, John five thirty-four. But I received not testimony from man, but these things I say, listen, that you might be saved. For this reason was the Son of God manifested. He might destroy the works of the devil. John eight fifty four says this Jesus answered, said I honor not myself. I honor myself if I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my Father that honors me, of whom ye say that he is your God. You see what he said? You say he is your God, but yet you don't recognize me. I come in his name. I come telling you that you you love Abraham, and, and he's everything, which which the patriarch deserved all honor. Don't, don't get me wrong, but he, he was also a, a, a man, but... He says, you, you believe on Abraham, but Abraham saw my day and rejoiced therein. Verse 35, John 5. And he was a burning and a shining light. And you were, will, you were willing for a season to rejoice in the light. So the leaders or the religious leaders of Israel were willing for a brief period to uh, listen, John the Baptist, when he was preaching repentance. And then when they saw that, they saw the reason he came, which was to introduce Jesus Christ as being, listen, as being the Son of God and being the Lamb of God. Behold, the Lamb of God takes away the sins of the world. That means the sacrifice for all sin ever committed is on Jesus. That's why he went to the cross. They turned away. Because it messed with their religion. It messed with their man-made laws and restrictions and some of the foolishness that they did. Flesh 
and religion and man-made laws and written laws and constitutions and all that stuff that man... Listen, I believe in church government, but I believe the church should be governed from the, by the Holy Ghost. The New Testament church did nothing without prayer. Okay. Jesus is the head of the church. He purchased the church with his own blood. Luke chapter 1, verse 15 through 17, For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine or strong drink. Talk about John the Baptist. He shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. Now, Elizabeth was six months with John when Mary came and told of the angel of the Lord Gabriel, speaking to her about Jesus Christ, that he would be born the Son of the living God. And the Bible says, and John leaped in his mother's womb, quickened by the Holy Spirit. Listen. He shall go forth before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. He was the forerunner, see. He came. He was a prophet. The Lord said, what did you all come to see? A reed shaking in the wind? And he wasn't your standard prophet, your standard priest. He was uh, son of Zechariah. Should have been named Zechariah, but the Holy Ghost said, Spirit of God said, the angel of the Lord said, you will name him John. And when Zechariah was able to talk, what he said, no, his name will not be Zechariah. His name will be John. Okay. So what what the Lord is doing, he's taking back to memory, you know, about this man that introduced him and how they now are ready to kill him. And they talk about Christ already killed John the Baptist. John five thirty six. <clears throat> but but listen. Once again, not bragging, but just stating the truth. But I have greater witness than that of John. For the works which the Father hath sent me to finish, the same works that I do, bear witness of me that the Father hath sent me. Okay, what works? Well, miracles, raising of the dead, the healing of the blinded eyes, the lame walking. Calvary, resurrection, and all the healings and the miracles could not be, uh, uh, praise God, denied of what he did. See? They were they they were concerned because he was he was taking over as the religious leader. First John five twelve, for he that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. So he said, I come and done I done greater works. I won't be on. John decreased, which he said, that's what i got to do. He said, I have to decrease, and he must increase. Now, you think about this. John had disciples. The Bible says that. And Jesus' disciples and John's disciples uh, spoke and talked. But after John was killed or lost his head, then I'm sure there was a mingling. Now, not, probably not everybody followed Christ. But those that listened to John did, <laughs> because John never pointed to himself, never pointed to himself, always pointed to Christ. Listen to today. He's the answer. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you today, we live in a chaotic, complex world. The Bible says in the last days shall be peerless times, fierce times. Men's hearts will fail them for what they see coming on the face here. The waves in the sea is roaring. Shall be signs in the heavens, signs in the sky. Listen, we are in that day, the technology is off the charts today, which sets up the platform, and I believe the introduction of the Antichrist, which I don't believe we, the church, are going to be here for that. I know there's controversial, other people get mad, spit around and everything else, but the fact is, you know, the Bible says we're not appointed under wrath. Not appointed under wrath. Hmm. Okay. Tribulation, yes. Persecution, yes. In this world, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. John five thirty seven and the Father Himself which hath sent me hath bore witness of me. Ye have neither heard His voice at any time nor see His shape. Hmm. John one eighteen says, No man hath seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, He hath declared Him. So once again, Jesus Christ 
the incarnation. He was God Almighty. He was God Almighty. Verse 38, John 5, 38. Listen, and ye have not his word. Man, I mean, <laughs> like they wasn't mad enough over what, what, what just happened with the man he healed. He hath not, listen, ye have not heard, oh, I'm sorry, ye have not his word abiding in you, for whom he hath sent him ye believe not. Hmm. So, he, he pretty, pretty well told them that they were unbelievers. So, if they truly knew God, as they claimed they knew God, then would not God's word be abiding in them? Would they not realize that Jesus Christ was the fulfillment of the prophecies in the Old Testament, which they knew by heart? The Jeremiah's, the Zacharias, basically the Isaiah's, who talked a lot about the Messiah. And they would have believed that he was the Son of God. So the rejection of Christ by these particular leaders They were not only ignorant, but they were hostile towards him. For the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violence must take it by force. John 5, 42, but I know you, that ye have not the love of God in you. John 5, 46, for had ye believed Moses, ye would have believed me, for he wrote of me. See, what are you saying? If you believe these scriptures that you memorized, that you know, then you would believe in me. But read the end of Isaiah 6. You understand all that. John 5, 39. This is what he says. The scriptures that you know. He said, search the scriptures. For in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. So if you're looking for eternal life, then you've got to go to Jesus Christ. Because the Bible talks of him. In the Old Testament concealed, in the New Testament revealed. The entire story of the Bible is Christ and him crucified. Genesis 3.15 is the first prophecy of Christ. Read it. Study these things. John 5.46, for had you believed Moses, you would have believed me, for he wrote of me. Okay. He says, search the scriptures. Search the scriptures. Wherein you shall find salvation. Wherein you they speak of me. In the book of Deuteronomy, verse, uh, chapter 11, verse 18, and so forth. Therefore shall he lay up these words in your heart and in your soul and bind them for a sign upon your hand and they may be as frontlets between your eyes. And you shall teach them your children. Talk about the word of God. Speaking of them which thou settest in thine house and when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down, when thou risest up, thou shalt write them upon the doorposts of thine house upon thy gates that your days may be multiplied. <laughs> And the days of your children in the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers to give them as the days of heaven upon earth. For if ye shall diligently keep all these commandments, which I command you to do them, to love the Lord thy God, to walk in all his ways, and to cleave unto him, then will the Lord drive out all these nations before you, and you shall possess greater nations and mightier than yourselves. Every place where on the soles of your foot shall tread shall be yours from the wilderness of Lebanon, from the river, the river Euphrates, even unto the uttermost sea shall your coast be. There shall be no man able to stand before you, for the Lord your God shall lay the fear of you and the dread of you upon the land that you shall tread upon, have you said unto you. This is uh, Moses speaking to you, if you embrace God's law and God's word. Okay? So today we embrace Jesus Christ. He fulfilled that law. Okay. Bible says he's for us, and if he be for us, who can be against us? All things work to good for those that love him and are called according to his purpose. So Moses is speaking of keeping the law that you already have, walking in the light as you have the light. Okay, so me and you today, because of Christ, live in the time of a greater light. And if you deny that light, then the alternative is darkness. Okay. John 5.40. And ye shall not come to me, and ye will not come to me, that ye might have life. 
Wow. So you're not coming to me, which he knew their heart. He knew what was going to happen. All life is in Christ. And to have life, or zoe, in other words, the word, one must accept what Jesus Christ did, his finished work. Why did he come? What did he do? Where is he at now? Is he coming back? John 1.11, he came unto his own, and his own received him not. John 3.19, and this is the condemnation that light is coming to the world, and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Okay. Good scriptures here. John 5.41, listen now. I receive not honor from men. I receive not honor from men. In John five thirty four, but I receive not testimony from man, but but these things I say that ye might be saved. Okay. We're backing up going to verse to verse thirty four where he already spoke in this chapter. Okay. His honor come from God. Behold my son. Set by my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Verse 42, John 5, 42. But I know you that ye have not the love of God in you. Wow. Now, he's not beating around the bush here, is he? John 14, 15 says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. There's two things we do to keep the law of God. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, all thy soul. And love your neighbors yourself. And Jesus said, if you keep those two, you've kept the law. Okay. John 5, 43. Listen now. I come in my Father's name, which they said they, they knew. And you receive... Not everybody says, Lord, Lord, shall enter in, the Bible says. I come in my Father's name, and you shall receive me. If another shall come in his name, him ye will receive. Who is that? The Antichrist. They will gobble up the Antichrist. Because he's going to say he's Messiah, and they're going to believe he's Messiah. So this speaks of the Antichrist, as well as other false messiahs down through time. Uh and I believe the Bible teaches after the rapture of the church, they will receive the false messiah as the Antichrist and also embrace the false prophet. You, you, you can read that in Revelation chapter 13. Matthew 24, 5, For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Matthew 24, 24, For thus shall arise false Christ and false prophets, and shall show you great signs and wonders, inasmuch that if it were possible, they should deceive. The very elect. John five forty four. How can you believe which you which receive honor and one of another and seek not the honor that cometh from God only? So he's telling them that you like to be patted on the back. You like the praise of men. John twelve forty three said for they for they love the praise of men more. And the praise of God. They 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 were man pleasers rather than God pleasers. Sound familiar? Are are those today that are man pleasers instead of God pleasers? Romans two verse twenty eight. For he is not a Jew which is one outwardly, neither is that circumcision which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew which is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart. In the spirit, and not in the letter or in the law, whose praise is not of men but of God. Digest the scriptures. What this is what Paul said, verse forty-five, John five forty-five. Do not think that I will accuse you to the Father. There is one that accuseth you, <laughs> even Moses, to whom you trust. Wow. Wow, this is what we call salt in the wound. Okay? Listen, they had already said in their mind that they're going to kill this man. 
he 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 messed up their religion. He uh, messed up their plans. Okay. Men, men weren't looking to them anymore for answers. Jesus was going about the Bible said doing good, working miracles, uh, opening blinded eyes, casting out devils, unclean spirits. And they were no longer the center of attention. Okay. So, first of all, jealousy arose. But he says, Moses accuses you, and you trust him. In John seven, nineteen, did not Moses give you the law, and yet none of you keepeth the law? Why go ye about to kill me? <laughs> oh, they 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 knew the first five books of the Bible. The tour of the Pentateuch, the books of Moses, they knew them. John five forty six. For had you believed, listen now. Moses, ye would have believed me, for he wrote of me. Okay? He wrote first in Genesis 3.15. Moses penned the book of Genesis. He says, I will put enemy or hostility between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Jesus Christ, right there. In the beginning, God, Jesus Christ shows up there in the very first verse of the Bible. Genesis 49, 10. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet till Shiloh, which means Savior, Messiah, come unto him shall the gathering of the people be. John 5, 47, last verse in chapter 5. But if you believe not his writings... How shall you believe my words? If you believe not his writings, whose writings? Moses' writings. If you believe the first five books, he spoke of me. But yeah, you don't believe. You're blinded. You're blinded. So this is just leading up to the crucifixion. He he attacked, and not, not in a mean way, but in a, a way to... Reveal revelation, and he just told him, "You don't, you don't love me. If you love the Father, you love me. If you know the Father, you accept me. If you believe Moses, you would accept me. If you believe Abraham, you would accept me, because Abraham, and Moses both spoke of Jesus Christ, and the prophets Isaiah spoke of Jesus Christ. Many of the prophets spoke of him, where he was going to be born, what he was going to do, what he did on the cross, or going to do on the cross. The Psalms is full of references." To Jesus Christ. Psalms 2. Talks about how men conspire against God's plan and God's people. What's going on right now? But the Bible says he'll laugh and mock at him. Not man will laugh, but God will laugh. And, and he says, I'll send confusion. <laughs> My Lord, help us today. So in order not to be deceived... In order to be walking down the right road, which the Bible declares is a straight and a narrow road, by the way, and the wide path leadeth unto destruction, we must know Jesus Christ. He is the guard against deception. And when we know him, we know his word. Search of me, search the scriptures wherein you shall find salvation. Get his truth, and the Bible says the truth will set you free. So what you do, the word of God has to take precedence in our lives. It has to, we, you have, have to approach it as an infallible word of a living God that will never deviate, that never contradicts itself. But it's quick and powerful, sharper than a two-edged sword, cuts a center and divides and discerns every spirit. For my people perish for lack of knowledge. So if we don't know Jesus Christ, then we perish. Now that's bottom line. For there's no other way or no other name, the Bible declares, under heaven that a man can be saved except it be through the name of Jesus Christ. So we go back today. Do you know him? And I'm going to talk about, are you a member of a church? Have you been baptized? Do you pay your tithes? Do you do all the religious things? But do you know Jesus Christ? Wow. Do you know him today? The song says, uh, uh, receiving him today, please don't turn him away. 
Today is the day of salvation. We're living in a world that is pulling at us, trying to uh, circumvent us away from the things of God. So much, so much in our minds and our hearts, so much going on, a time of confusion, perilous times are here. The end days are upon us. And what you do in the days to come, what you receive, what, what you embrace, is going to make the difference where we spend eternity. This race that we run is not a sprint. It's a marathon. Paul said, I have run my race. I've kept the faith. He said, my time of departure is at hand. If you die without Jesus Christ, not good. And we're going to die. We're going to die. Now, men sell products for longevity of life to take away wrinkles, and you know we do all this stuff, but the fact is we're all getting older. <laughs> and you're not going to stop that. But the Bible says, although the outward man decays daily, I don't want to use the word decay, but that's just a fact, the inward man is boosted by our affiliation with Jesus Christ. And the Bible says from glory to glory to glory to glory. Because the inward man, when I say man, I mean man, woman, boy, or girl, is the eternal spirit that will spend eternity somewhere, listen, in a constant state of mind. Go to the book of Luke, and, and the rich man, Lifted up his eyes, what? In torment. And in those days, there was a great gulf that separated the paradise side from Sheol, from the burning side. And he saw Abraham and Lazarus in the bosom, the Bible says, of Abraham. So he woke up in a conscious state. Lazarus was conscious where he was at. We don't, we, we don't lose, or lose our consciousness. We lose our body. Okay. And the Bible says, if you believe in Jesus Christ, one day your body will be reunited and all things shall be new. Not in an old body, but a new body. Uh, uh, the, the word of God calls it celestial. Not terrestrial or earthbound, but celestial. So do you know Jesus Christ today? Do you know him? That's the bottom line. I always saw a billboard that said, wise men still seek him. No wisdom, the Bible says. Proverbs teaches about wisdom, to know it, to embrace it, to use it. Wisdom comes from the Word of God. Knowledge comes from the Word of God. So he's saving today. The Bible says, confess with your mouth and believe with your heart that God Almighty raised Jesus Christ from the dead. He came. He ministered. They crucified him. They laid him in the grave. On the third day, he was resurrected by the power of God. He ascended to the right hand of the Father, and the Bible declares coming back. Confess that today. Make a conscious decision, which is repentance, to turn and go in another direction. I'm not saying you're going to see lightning bolts and feel do that. I'm saying today, this is by faith we receive him. For without faith, Hebrews 11, 6, it's impossible to please God. Call upon the name of the Lord, and you shall be saved. By his stripes, you are healed. He was chastised for your peace of mind. My Lord, help us today. And he was bruised for our iniquities or our lawlessness, our, our rebellion against God. Rebellion is as the spirit of witchcraft. Do you know Jesus Christ today? These religious leaders didn't, and they were religious. They ran religious organizations. They was in charge of the temple, which at that time was a pretty powerful place. Men didn't want to get thrown out of the temple, ostracized from the temple. Okay, So it's that same spirit of religion existence, in existence today. Yes, yes, it is. We don't want religion. When we want to know Jesus Christ and know him crucified. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. And you said we won't come back, boy. We'll do that what you sent it to do. 
And we ask you, Lord, in Jesus' name, that those that are not saved, that they be saved. That, Lord, that, that you would save households. <laughs> that, Lord, you, you bring peace to households where there is confusion. Where the enemy has stepped in and broken up marriages and ostracized children from fathers. And Lord, you said John came in the spirit of Elijah to, to bring the hearts of the fathers back to the children and the hearts of the children back to the fathers. Lord, Lord, I don't know why today I'm praying this, but Lord, heal the family unit today, my God, my God, my God. Where the continuity of the family unit, Lord, will, will spill over into the body of Christ. You said a house divided won't stand. Lord, I know you down through the years have saved those that yield to you, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you, Lord, that you start to save families as a unit. Just as the jailer, Lord, <laughs> that was going to kill himself. But Paul said, don't kill yourself. And, and, and the Bible says his whole household was saved. We need household salvation, Lord, and families to go to the house of God. Lord, from the oldest to the youngest, where the enemy has put his foot, where he's brought in confusion and, Lord, perversion, Lord, and addiction, whatever it might be, break the change of that thing. Only you can do. There's power in the name of Jesus. According to your word, there's power, dunamis, in the name of Jesus to break every chain. Break the chains of sickness, perversion, addiction, whatever it might be today. In Jesus' holy and righteous name we pray. Amen and amen. You can email us at uh, truthintheword777 at gmail.com. We're also on Biblical News Report uh, uh, on Facebook. You can message us there. Um, Note today that Christ is able. Put you on Christ, the Bible says. Throw you off the world. Come out from among them and be ye separate. Say, God, listen. Jesus has made a way where seemingly there is no way. He's still the way, he's still the truth, and he's still the life. And when you call upon his name, the Bible says you shall be delivered. Seek him while he may be found, for today is the day of salvation. Until next time, God bless. Yeah.